Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. I used to drive all over town for low prices, but now I let Walmart's incredible new savings catcher do the work for me. I just enter my Walmart receipt online and savings catcher does the rest it compares the prices i paid for items at walmart with advertised prices from other top stores in my area and if savings catcher finds a lower advertised price walmart gives me the difference on an e-gift card now that's my kind of work introducing savings catcher from walmart go to walmart.com slash savings catcher for details eligible items only restrictions apply you're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network, now the largest new media platform on the web, and your number one source for after-show entertainment. From the AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's MasterChef After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show, it's AfterBuzz TV's MasterChef After Show. He fought really hard, he fought long, but in the end he was quelled by the beast that was really weird looking pink and yellow caramelly pasta. You know, you can take our Francis, but you can never take our molecular gastronomy. That's right. (laughs) They might have, though. (laughs) Thank you for tuning in. This is the After Show at AfterBuzz TV for MasterChef Season 5, Episode 11, Top 11 Competes. I'm not going to do that anymore. <laughs> uh, my name is Stephen Lemieux. I'm your host for the evening. Joining me tonight, you know what? I have to I have to introduce him first because it's a man you haven't seen in a few episodes, but he is the man behind ensuring that we did a MasterChef after show here at AfterBuzz TV. The man himself, Kyle Kittleson. Thank you so Hurrah! much for coming back. Thank you. I'm glad to be back. And I, I binge watched MasterChef um, last week to be ready for today. Mm-hmm. It's awesome as usual. Sweet. I'm obsessed. Also joining us is Tracy Probst. Hey guys, sorry I've been gone for the past couple of weeks, but I'm back. Tracy and I just like to just we just like to vacation. Yeah, and sort just of. Like, <laughs> like lay out in the sun. You just need some time in your richness. Yeah, yeah. So exactly. And joining us as well is my left hand man tonight, Zach Wilson. Hey guys, happy to be back. Want to top some food, guys? This is a great episode of Master Chef. Lots of crazy things going on. Um, certainly got some interesting dishes from some of our top contenders that really put them in a bad place. And none of the dishes came from people that I would expect them to come from. Yeah, Agreed. you know all the all the bottom losers. I was like, y'all normally are bringing it, yeah, but not today. Mm-mm. So I do have to say that we will have a special guest on this episode today. I wonder I'm already who it here. Is. Do you, oh yeah, Kyle is no, Kyle's our special guest. But we'll have another special guest, which happens to be Francis Leggy, Scottish Francis, will be on the line for yeah, this after show. He's going to call in. 
So if you uh, have questions for us, you can tweet any of us, or you can tweet after Buzz, and hopefully they'll get it to us. <laughs> hopefully. Uh, but yeah, he'll he'll be calling in, and let let's just let's let's put it out there. I'll put it out here for myself. Put it out there. If you go back and watch uh, past episodes of this After Buzz show, I did not speak very kindly about you did, you did Francis. Not. No, and now I'm going to have to confront him. I think he knows that. Eyes. No, he. Yeah. Pretty sure he's aware. Yeah. So I, there might be a brawl. <laughs> I, I think there might a be a verbal brawl. brawl. A verbal, a verbal brawl. brawl. This is uh, going to be fun. Well, don't worry. We got your back, Francis, because I've been talking nicely all season because I believed <laughs> in your chessboard. And then <laughs> we actually have oh, Francis on the line right now. Francis Leggy, MC5 Francis L on Twitter. <laughs> thank you so much for tuning in. And thank you so much for calling no in on the after problem. show. Well, I'm now renamed Scottish Francis. Francis Leg is dead. It's Scottish yes. Francis from here <laughs> on dead. out. You're Scottish Francis. Uh, we, we, did, we had to open up the show with Braveheart. I hope that's one of your favorite movies. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was in. They shot Braveheart right next to my hometown. Like when I was a kid, it was amazing. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. <laughs> that's actually really cool. So we're yeah, actually. Like, so, so I know all the secrets. Like you can see a school bus in the background of one of the scenes and all that. But like, it's very inspiring to be a director, master <laughs> chef, that. and and film critic. <laughs> um, yeah. So we'll ask you That's a few it. questions before we start breaking down the episode. But right off the bat, guys, if you haven't watched the episode, watch it before you listen to this after show. Spoiler alert: Francis, you went home. Sad, <laughs> uh, <laughs> <dead>, right? <laughs> yes, very uh. sad. And you know what? I can't believe I cannot believe Graham didn't like your dish because it matched his shirt and bow tie. Like, good point. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't even notice that. But that was a good point. <laughs> so, like, you. Yeah, you, out of all out of all the judges too to break me down, like I, Graham Elliott is such an amazing judge. He was such an amazing chef. Like he does molecular gastronomy. So it was really heartbreaking. Maybe a little more heartbreaking than Gordon Ramsay breaking me down to have him do it. You know. Yeah. I thought, I thought he might have liked what I did. Out of all the episodes of MasterChef, I think we can all cumulatively agree that you have created some of the strangest and most interesting dishes <laughs> on this show. I agree. And you have succeeded in becoming top 11 by doing it as well. Yeah. So, you know, your your time has been summed up by just taking chances and really going outside the box with your cooking. Would you go back and change anything at all with what you've cooked or any of the dishes you've made this far in the season? No, not at all. I would still, I would still do everything the way I did it. Even I would maybe go a little more crazy. <laughs> I think. <laughs> Wait, why? Why would you? I, why would you not do your last dish differently if it's the one that got you kicked off the show? Yes. Well, correct. Keep noticing that I would do the last <laughs> dish differently. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, I had another concept. I wanted to do a giant caramelly filled with mac and cheese caramelly. <laughs> so I think I would go back and do it that way. Okay. That's the way I would have gone. That sounds <laughs> like awesome. It, so. <laughs> yeah, it really sounds... I know, right? So a huge caramelly that you cut open and all these tiny caramellies come out with a mac and cheese sauce. It would have been amazing. I just love it. And on a menu, they would be like a single caramelly for $28. Right. Like, That's a bad deal. Right. Like, giant, no, trust me, it's good. Giant caramelly. Could... I'm never going to make that bloody dish again. No more caramel. I ended up making pasta, and I left making pasta. Well, let me let me ask oh you. God. After watching the episode, they had the choice in this where you get to, where he had to choose between uh, tortellini caramelli and uh, raviolacci. What would you have preferred to make? Um, to me, because this is only the third time I've ever made pasta, they're all the same to me. Yeah, and yes, they're amazing in their own little individual fields of pasta, but to me, it's the same. It's a it's a it's a stuffed pasta. 
So, like, caramelli should be just mozzarella, but I added meat anyway, which is a tortellini thing. So, so no matter what, I would have stuffed it with whatever the hell I wanted to stuff it with, you know? So, Can you please admit, though, so, that your plate did not look that appetizing with the yellow sauce around the pink? I'm sorry. I don't mean to hate yeah. No, it's all right. No, I, I understand. But if you look very carefully, there are micro flowers on there, which make everything okay. Yeah. You know, oh, okay. this could look like a, a pile of dog vomit. But if you put micro flowers on there, it'll solve everything. Perhaps this is my short-term memory, but on the show that aired, we only saw the judge's critique from um, what's Graham. his name from Graham, right? So what yeah. did what did Gordon and Mr. Joe B uh, say about your dish? Amazing things. <laughs> yeah, right. they only had incredible things to say. Unfortunately, it's sad they didn't show it. Gordon Ramsay tweeted, "You know, it's a travesty that you were kicked off because the dish was so amazing." Yeah, I did. I, I, I guess, yeah, I guess, yeah, Graham yeah, I just had that. so much sway in that decision. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, they we... like. <laughs> it's sad. It's sad. No matter what, any of those three judges are talking to me. If they're saying anything. Bad. It's it's a critique, and I take it. You know, I take it. It critique. I take it inventively and creatively, and I understand what they're saying. If they say my food tastes shit, then you know it tastes shit. <laughs> can, <laughs> can you walk us through you the know? moments of them saying you're gone? You shake their hands, and then the viewers at home, it goes to commercial. What happens to you after you shake their hands and and get kicked off the show? Immediately after, where do you go? Yeah, you shake their hands and they press a button and this trap door opens. And you fall through and you yeah. never see the cast or anyone again. That's it. You just magically wake up. That's how I was envisioning the next morning. And you're like, what happened? <laughs> no, it's um it's a it's a devastating experience, you know. Um you leave the you leave the massive kitchen and you go through those doors and once you're through those doors, you're like it's heartbreaking. <laughs> you know, it's it's hard to tell you what happens other than the emotion. You you go out and as you can see, I'm a crier. <laughs> so, uh-huh. so as I left, I'm sure I was in tears, as I normally am whenever I'm in the most experience. It's just, it's just very difficult. It's so hard. It's like because you're you're in that kitchen for for the time you're in there for the month or two months or three months or whatever, oh cooking God. your ass off every day. And when you're ripped out of that experience, it's it's life changing because you, like, your life has changed just being there. But then going back, it's like it's another life change. It's, it's really insane. Yeah, I can only imagine. I have a question. So with this one specifically, we saw three of the top contenders down on the final bottom. What was it about this challenge that was so difficult for you guys? Were you just kind of like you all kind of put your own spin on it, which kind of ended up backfiring? Are you guys getting a little too comfortable mm-hmm. at this yeah. point? Why'd y'all or, suck? I mean, we, you guys were the last <laughs> people we thought would be in the bottom three yeah. for this. I know. Yeah, when I was standing there with the other two, I felt the same thing. I was like, God, these two, I have to be against these two. It was like it can't be Cutter and someone else. Come on, please. <laughs> <laughs> you know. So, um, but when they give us a challenge, the reason the three of us were down there because we are the me and myself, Willie and Daniel, are the most creative, um, inventive people in the kitchen. So no matter what you throw at us, the three of us are just going to be like, okay, how do I take this to the next level or make this stand out? You know, it's like the donuts. You can make two or three flavors of donuts, but. You're just going to blend into the crowd. You need to make 12 donuts. Like, I should have, if I'd known about all three pastas, I should have made all three pastas and put them on the plate. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And be like, there's all three. Yeah, no, you didn't ask for them, but there they are. <laughs> I, I want to ask. all three different colors. Francis, uh, 
You know, you know, we've been a fan of the after show from from the start. Yeah. We've been communicating with you every week. Um, I want to ask you two questions. I want to ask you mm-hmm. one: Have you had a favorite moment from the after show that any other guests have talked about? Because I know a lot of people have given you shout outs, and a lot of people speak very highly of you on our after show. And then two. You've been waiting to do something with the chessboard all season, haven't you? Come on. You've been looking yeah. for an excuse to do that. All right, so we'll go to question number one. <laughs> my favorite part about the Alphabet so far, and it's not even about what the other contestants said, my favorite part was when you were the solo host, Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> sitting and watching there with your beer. <laughs> that was like you just sitting there talking to your beer like it's your best friend. <laughs> that was my favorite part of the Alphabet. I'm, I'm blushing. You solo. Yes, I'm blushing. I was like, I got that was so hilarious. sad and happy to the same time. I was like, look at him shine. Look at him shine. So that was that. And uh, what, was, what was question two? You've been waiting to do a chessboard. You've been trying to find an excuse to do a chessboard <laughs> yeah. all season. Well, I found, I think, yeah, I wanted to do it like crazy. But um, one of my major problems that I found during the season is I, don't, I never have my chemicals because they're always in the pantry. So... When we get a staple pantry, that's everyone's staple pantry. Yeah, we all have sugar and cream and all the bollocks at home. But in my staple pantry, I have 50 different white powders and chemicals. So, like, it was very hard. I wanted to whip out that chessboard all the time. But then I tried when I did the chessboard. I did it without my meat glue. So I, I, I feel like I shouldn't have tried to do We've it been there. without my meat glue. We've all been there. I, I yeah, sometimes right. forget my meat glue. It's just... <laughs> yeah. There's a joke yeah. there, but we won't yeah. go into it. <laughs> I mean, I thought the chessboard looked delicious. It you just, did. Like, you get to like pick out. It's, it's like a game playing during dinner. That'd be a great hors d'oeuvre to serve. Fell apart, though. I, I don't know if I can talk about it. My starch fell apart. So if you look at my chessboard, there's no starch on the plate uh, because it failed. I don't know if I can talk about this, but yeah, but my starch did not did not make it to the plate. So I think that was one of the problems when it came to that dish. Well, so, I bet a lot of our viewers. Said... Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, yeah, as they said, um, I think more about aesthetics and art than taste, which is kind of true. I'm always concepting the, how the plate looks or how I feel it should look, and then I work backwards, and maybe I've learned recently that I should think about the food and the taste and then work to how it looks. So I did learn something from this episode. And, uh, I, and I'll, I'll come out and admit my, my, own, my own take on you in the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. I, I said I didn't like it. I remember it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this oh, Francis guy is not in my, in my top, y'all. Um, no, and it, it was for that reason. Food. I was like, I don't want a scientist yeah. cooking my food. I just want a chef. However, top right. 11 pro- proves me wrong. And it also shows you can't you can't skate along by having you know an artistic side that far. Uh, it's mm-hmm. just not possible. Right. So you definitely have the creativity and the food making abilities. And if you ever come to LA, or if I ever come to where you are, um, you know I'll go buy all the groceries and your meat glue, and then you can make make us a meal. <laughs> and you make can make dinner. fun of Kyle. Yeah, you can oh, make fun of me to his face. Yeah. Kyle. yeah, I just hide yes, behind the camera. I will glue your hand to your face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With your your oh, now a lot of our viewers, I bet, don't know <laughs> that do. that you have a background in directing music videos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, that was that was my career. Yeah. So, <laughs> do you is that uh, still on your docket for any time in the future? 
yeah, I'm still, I'm, I'm directing and editing music videos as we speak. I'm looking at them right now, trying to. Well, could you focus on us edit. then and stop doing that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's like, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's still, it's still there. And I, I love producing and filming any kind of material. It doesn't have to be music videos. I've done a documentary about disco called The Godfather of Disco and stuff like that. So uh, I'm very well rounded. Just music videos of what art's at. Like I hear the beat and I see the art in my head, just like the way I think of food. So I'm working on a few things now, but I. I really want to get into production now, producing TV shows and stuff like that, especially in the food world, because I bloody love it. Nice. I bloody love food. <laughs> so um, you're known for doing the crazy antics with the food. Have you looked into anything like 3D printing related with food? Because they have that now. That's cool. Yes, I have, actually. I've just been, I've been in talks with the 3D food printers, because I think it'd be fun to... And if I'm doing some private dining, to bring a printer or bring an iPad that someone designs their own dessert, and then you bring the printer and it prints the food for them in front of them, the dessert. So that is I have so been perfect. Into that. I just don't believe it. I mean, I believe oh. it, but I don't believe it. <laughs> no. <laughs> Tracy says no. I it. I mean, it can be a basic dessert. You just think of three things. So you have a chocolate sauce, a red jelly, or something else, and the printer has a conscious. You design something and it just prints out. So once you have the flavor profiles, which I'm learning about, down, <laughs> and then the, the printer will print it out, and it will be such an experience. I think you bypass any other any other feelings of I don't like this because you know you have your food being printed out in front of you. It's pretty amazing. That is so perfect. So look out for that in the future. That's awesome. I look forward to many delicious printer jams. <laughs> now, Francis, what if, what inspires right. your attire? Now we have a lot of buzz going on about that and your outfits. And now, where what do you get inspired from your music videos, or where does that come? from? Did you from? just go to Zara and pack everything into a suitcase? <laughs> Zara? <laughs> he, wrong store. Did you wrong just store. Say Zara? <laughs> wrong store. Oh my god! Uh, I more like hot topic. <laughs> I'm no longer the least favorite. <laughs> I got out. I've always known I've loved fashion for a long time. I'm friends with Richie Rich, you know, from Heatherette. Remember those days? Yes. The whole Club Kid era in New York City. So, like, I did a lot of music videos. With, and then Jeremy Scott of Adidas, he would uh, supply clothing. So I got very wrapped up in Jeremy Scott, like, six or seven years ago. And now I'm just addicted to all his wing shoes and anything that comes out. But, um... I really love that Hollywood is very eye-opening for me because the clothes there are different mm-hmm. to to New York. So they would take us out on the weekends or whatever, you know, so we would go out and I would go down Melrose or wherever and the, the shoes and the, the clothes were just incredible. So Hollywood changed my style slightly, I would say. Now I'm wearing drop crotch pants. I saw the them, the stuff. harem pants. I saw them today. Yeah, yeah, that was a very Hollywood-inspired look, which I now have like 10 pairs. <laughs> so who's going to win, Francis? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's difficult. I mean, oh yeah, because you actually do know. Huh? Running this season, the girls are running this season from the get go. And I, I saw that from when I entered the kitchen. I was like, "This is a woman's season." You know, there's no time for male foreigner can win it two years in a row, right? Right. <laughs> so yeah, we would never allow that. <laughs> Not in America. We like that. <laughs> nope. So Francis, we can't do the app- exactly. So, so it, it automatically, if you look at reality TV and you think about it, and if you're obsessed with it like I am, I would I thought a, a female is going to win it. So we shall see. I think an all-American woman is going to win it. But um, who do you think is going to win it? Kyle. Well, I'm pulling for Big Willie. Hello. I think everybody's pulling yeah. for Big okay. Willie. Yeah. Courtney's uh, second, I guess. Next. Courtney. I, I think I'm, yeah. I'm looking at Courtney or Elizabeth. Oh, Elizabeth my, has been a major Courtney. contender. 
Courtney is an incredible cook. She's got a lot of hassle this season from her shoes and her bitchiness or whatever the hell you want to call it. But she is an incredible cook. And I think she's actually an amazing person. And um, a lot of the hatred towards her, I think, is just because she has confidence and style and everything. And maybe people look at it and they're threatened by it. Bitches or they be want jealous. to be like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to say jealousy, but I think, I think she's a very threatening woman and I think she's one to look out for. And Elizabeth, too. Elizabeth is an incredible cook. Like, she's pulled out things that I... That I that, Amazing simple dishes that she does look incredible on the plate. I think I think Elizabeth is definitely one to look out for. Is there anyone on this? And Big Willie. Is there anyone? I'll so... give you that, Stephen. And Big Willie. <laughs> <laughs> is there anyone on the competitions thus far that you were really surprised when they went home? Um. Yeah, Tyler. I was absolutely devastated. A little bromance. I was devastated over Tyler going home because he's such a gentleman. And the light that he went home on was so sad because he would never do that on purpose. And he was a yeah, really incredible person. But yeah. he was one guy that I was looking out for. I was like, that guy could stay home. But then we can go back to episode one or two or whatever. When I saw Whitney cutting, like we were up on the balcony and they were making the meatloaf, I saw Whitney's nice skills. I was like, wow, look at Whitney. She's incredible. And she went home that episode. So, mm-hmm. so Well, she put couscous in a meatloaf. And- <gasps> was that her? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't yeah, get me started. Her knife skills, look, she was like swinging a knife around like a samurai sword. It was incredible. I was just like, look at her. And then she went home. So, like, there's so many people that I've looked at and, and admired their skills that still have gone home. Like Francis B., even though I didn't want another Francis on the show. I'll tell you that. <laughs> that was shocking. Yeah. That's like walking, that's like Kyle walking in to MasterChef and there being another Kyle. You would freak out, right? I, I would die. Someone would die. <laughs> oh, well. I mean, exactly. not going to happen. Guess we shouldn't and tell you. Not, there's not many other Francis's, so that was really fucked up. Or bug it up, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so I got to call you out, Francis. Um, a few episodes ago, you know, when uh, when you helped a little person named Courtney with yeast, and then the <laughs> next episode you're like, don't help your competition. <laughs> What was that That's about? That's Francis's competition, and Courtney wasn't. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Uh, <laughs> 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 the truth comes Aut- out. Automatically, it was like Francis versus Francis. As soon as another Francis, I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. Can't have that. <laughs> that was like, I, I wanted to take that person out. But, um, so but you, really, you, wanted him, you wanted him to use a I knife. Thought, I thought all along. He used yeah, food. It, I thought yeah. all along, it comes down to who you can beat in the final, and that really what it is. Like, it's you can look at people and they may be competition or not, but it's who you can beat in the final. You know? Right, right. So maybe people are people are playing that a little much, and there's a lot of drama this season. I, I know, so I know, we're going a, a little long, but how much do you think of the eliminations is based on talent versus ratings for the show? I think the judges, whatever they say, is golden. Wow, interesting. That's very correct. Um, <laughs> also going, ratings, they're ratings, not here, ratings. by the way. So, yeah. <laughs> also going a little bit off. They're subject. listening somewhere. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, Hi, Gordon. I love whatever you. they say. I respect everything they say. I mean, I may not cook like an angel, <laughs> but well, like your cutter. shirt has like wings on it, so that's close <laughs> enough. <laughs> but the, the judges, I really respect everything they say and anything they say. Um, I listen to and incorporate into my life. You know, because they're, yeah. they're intelligent guys and they know what they're they're talking about. So I gotta so, ask, give us the tea. What's going on? What's going on behind the behind the scenes 
where's the drama at? Because yeah. we only see a little bit when they're like talking about, oh, I don't know who's going to be top two or bottom two. So tell us, like, who does not like each other right yeah. now in the, in the competition? I'm rubbing my hands together. <laughs> and say it slow. Right. Mr. Burns style. I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure my people are listening right now saying, shut up, Francis. <laughs> 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 they're like, Dude, you're, there's, it's hard to answer that question. <laughs> it really is. I think everyone is a food family now, and we love each other and everything from the experience of everything. But when you're in that moment, there is a lot of um, fighting and quibbling and getting into people's heads and you know there's a lot of that going on behind the scenes and during the show and i mean there's to begin with there are 30 people kicking that first episode and there's 30 minutes to whittle down the first challenge like how can you have wow. 30 people whittled down it's just so hard to to see everything so there is a bugger load of drama going on between everyone but you will never see it <laughs> and you won't tell us about it. So, <laughs> so thank you. But, but, but I'm happy. That, but I'm happy they they don't put so much of it in because it really is about the cooking. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. And, and that's what, that's what the show is. It's about cooking. So. I agree. They do a great job at balancing the drama with the actually food because all of us and I and a lot of the viewers share the same thing. We love seeing the food and we love hearing about how mm -hmm. it was made and how it tastes and why some things work and why other things don't. And I agree with you. Right. It, it's a perfect combination of food and drama because we love watching leslie right. and daniel go back and forth that's also very interesting yeah. <laughs> leslie's great i think leslie's a great guy and he has mm -hmm. magic in his food obviously to help him yeah we like that's leslie. Leslie. to bring of the teenage witch joke <laughs> <laughs> all right well francis... right, okay. he's got magic okay okay <laughs> francis the joke it's getting late <laughs> we, ha we have to break down the episode you're more than welcome to stay on the line while you while we break down the episode if you'd like though all right, go for it, yep. All right, cool. So, guys, tonight we have the Mystery Box Challenge. We get to choose between luxury items and common items you've seen in, like, a normal, like, Kroger or Walmart. Uh, we get uh, one box, of course, each of those. The cooks decide which box to cook with, and they have five minutes in the pantry. Wait, no, sorry, that was the next one. And uh, Leslie takes the fancy because he likes being well-off more than he likes being poor. Absolutely. <laughs> Who doesn't? Don't need to go to college to learn that. Daniel goes for the cheap box, lays out some bacon. Elizabeth goes luxury. Victoria wants to elevate the everyday ingredients. Francis, of course, anything has to be luxury when it comes to Francis yeah. L. <laughs> Aaron goes oh, dear. <laughs> Ari goes to luxury, Christian goes cheap, and Courtney goes fan fancy. All right, so the top three in this challenge would be Elizabeth, Victoria, and Leslie. Um, Leslie was actually the most interesting to me. He really kind of, I when they were deciding the winner, I thought that Leslie deserved to win doing three different proteins. I thought that was surprising because usually when, they, when somebody throws up three different things, they attack them like, oh, you didn't have enough confidence to just give us one good thing. You had to give us three. But he, I guess he nailed all three, so he brought it. Um, what do you guys yeah, think? He did. He, yeah, I, I was very impressed that I cut his button. I was very impressed he did it all three. That was incredible. I should have added the third to my chess board and had three squares. <laughs> yeah, you should have. Could have, should have, would have, Francis. You could have made, made like a four square team. or a hopscotch. Thanks to no. you guys. <laughs> I thought it was interesting, though, because Joe went up and was literally like ridiculing Leslie's dish and telling him, like, this needs more flavor. This is horrible. This is horrible. But then in turn, he did come around and was like, you know what? I was giving you a hard time, and you pulled through. So good job. Which I thought was great of Joe, because we know how Joe is. I, yeah, I think it was just two old guys having a moment. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what it was. <laughs> I mean, your your dish looked good. I wasn't I wasn't too sure on it because of just 
I don't think the judges would like something like that with the ahi tuna and the, and the steak paired so closely together. Which like, dish are you talking about? I'm talking about the chess boards. Oh, okay. Um, but I love the quote from Gordon saying, it sounds confusing, but it's Francis. So yeah, we'll see. right. <laughs> so perfect. <laughs> You've surprised them in the past, so you know, we actually never knew. But Leslie is the winner. I think he deserved it. Uh, he gets to go to the pantry and choose between three dishes, and they are tortellini caramelli, caramelli, because you got to talk like Joe. Yeah. Oh, I love the caramelli. Um, and raviolacci. Mm-hmm. Um, and he chooses the caramelli ta- stuff with mozzarella, and Big Willie doesn't even know what it is. We get a little quote from there. <laughs> I didn't know what it is either. So Everybody's five minutes in the pantry. and le- oh, But wait, 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 guys. Wait. There's more. There's more. Here's the twist. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Burning love reference. Uh, he teases everyone and gets to choose a rolling pin to give to somebody and take away their pasta maker. And he's, like, teasing everyone. He's, like, hug. He gives Aaron a hug. He's, like, I'm not giving it to you. Uh, here you go, Courtney. Ah, no, you don't get it either. And Such he gives dick. it to Daniel. Uh, yeah, I didn't see that coming. Yeah, I guess he just doesn't <laughs> like it. Francis was watching tonight, and he didn't see it coming. <laughs> like, I was shocked <laughs> when that day. happened. <laughs> well, I gotta say, Francis is not a vengeful person. Well, Zach and I uh, both agreed that occasionally when the chefs are given a disadvantage, and I'm using air quotes, it's actually an advantage. Because yeah. unless they're just super, super, super bad, they either consciously or subconsciously take it into consideration that they had a disadvantage and go, yeah, but you you only had half the time or you had to use a rolling pin and this is pretty good considering. Yeah, I mean, it's the rolling pin. Really quite brilliant. Yeah, with the rolling pin. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, I mean, you've got got two dishes that are equally, let's say, bad, but like, (laughs) but the, the, the dough is the same. This person had to use a rolling pin. This person had a machine. Exactly. Well, this person was able to execute just as well as the person with a machine. Yeah. So that person would well, just get the Joe, slightest bit advantage. Right. Well, Joe, Joe believes that um, pasta rolled with a pin and made with the volcano technique tastes better anyway. I think all the judges believe that. They said they love to make, they love to watch people make love to the, the, the pasta. You know, so like you put it through a machine, you're just standing there watching it through a machine. But if you're kneading and pressing it, you're like you're really going at it with that pasta. Right. So I, I think I think they were very adamant. I don't know if they said it. They were very adamant that. That is the way to do it. So that advantage was that disadvantage was an advantage in their eyes, I think. Yeah. So you're right. Yeah, about exactly. That. So, I yeah. think when when my biggest disappointment with this episode, besides Francis leaving, was when um, Willie is making his dessert and uh, Graham goes up to him and more or less says, "You need to stop doing this, or we're going to send you home." And Willie's response was. I go big or go home. <laughs> I just think it's a good dessert. <laughs> Will, like Willie, I love you. I even, I just, I mean, clearly, I'm a big fan. But he's telling you don't do that, and your response is, Meh. you got to go with your heart, though. No, you don't. You got to go <laughs> with what the judges are telling you. <laughs> if the judges are saying don't do that, then you say, got it. Well, well this is, it. I guess, it's, I, it's know, good. But I have to disagree. Okay. I have to well, disagree. Go with figure. <laughs> because, um, because sometimes they come and um, they come to challenge you just to test your knowledge. They're like, are you sure you didn't know what you're doing? You shouldn't be doing it this way. And they mm. want you to know I'm doing it this way. But yes, it obviously didn't work out too well. Yeah, and yeah but, perhaps. Yeah. And, and I'm really but, curious. But anytime they challenge me, I'm always like, you're wrong, Mr. Ramsey, <laughs> in my mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, because then if your dish that you change it to is wrong, you sh- they'll be like, uh, you should have gone with something a little bit gone more with your original. Gut. Yeah, yeah, right. But right. I'm curious yeah, when they to know what you're doing. When they let out the um, the challenge, when they say like this is going to be what you have to do, do they say you need to replicate this dish as closely as possible, or do they just say 
make a pasta. Because if it's just okay, make a they, pasta, it want, seems more free yeah. reign. Yeah, if they want you to replicate, they say it. For example, Lucas and Alexander Dish, they said replicate it. Right. Now, Joe's, Mr. Bestianich, of course, sorry. <laughs> he, um, he might, he said do this dish, but he never said replicate it. So mm. you can do your own take on it. But I feel like I should have just replicated it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like in this I do too. In this I also feel that way. <laughs> because it's a bloody, it's a bloody tomato sauce. Come on, and I can make a tomato sauce. Come right. on. What but your do? tomato sauce would be like with oranges and eucalyptus <laughs> and like GH229, yeah, you know? <laughs> I like to use green tomatoes right. from uh, from Alaska because they have a better flavor. And then I put them through a a liquid nitrogen freeze so I can get a better taste. <laughs> Sorry. We love it. Quail eggs. <laughs> do you, Francis, is that how you eat? Like just normal? Like today, what did you eat? Um, I didn't eat much today. I've been very depressed all day. Oh. Very, <laughs> Out of all the guys, I'm like, depressed. dude, you better eat. <laughs> all the guys are like, oh, I'm like, what's wrong oh, with you? When I'm depressed, I eat more. Yeah. Like... <laughs> oh, you didn't know, no, yeah. I had a moment today. I was like, oh, bugger it. Oh. No, I, um, I cook a lot of stuff, the British stuff. Like, do you know what a toasty is? A toasty machine? A toaster? toaster? Yeah. It's like... No, a toasty machine, like a grilled cheese. T o a s t i e. It makes these. It makes like grilled cheeses, but in a machine, and it crimps the edges. Bloody incredible! Fancy. It's a toasty. It's a British thing. <laughs> but I have one here, so I eat that a lot every day. And then I make my dog um, sous vide chicken, and I make him fresh food every day. So normally, whatever the dog's getting, I eat as well because it's healthy. You know. Oh, I love dog. that your dog yeah. eats so good. And then, and then at nighttime, I always make a pop rock ganache because the wife's always like, "We're eating healthy. We're eating healthy," and then she's like. All right, make a ganache. <laughs> I make ganaches with a shitload of pop rocks in it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's so exciting. That's awesome. Yeah, so I do make a lot of crazy stuff. And then donuts. I haven't stopped making donuts for weeks. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was so one of your shining well. moments. What? That was one of your Two shining moments on, this, on the show. Was yeah, the absolutely. Yeah, but the prosciutto donut. I have people ordering left, right, and center, which is crazy. So if anyone wants prosciutto donuts. Dude, send a box over delivery. here. We'll yeah, where, where can they go to get your prosciutto uh, donuts? Uh, you just have to go online. You can go to francisleg.com, which is not the best website in the world, but it's there. <laughs> and um, you can order donuts, but you have to be within the area because like, donuts just will not travel very well um, with heat and cold conditions. They'll just turn up as a well, I'm mess, sure a lot of people will be moving closer to you now. <laughs> okay, so so going back into the competition, um, Cutter picks it up to look it up, and he's like, I've never cooked Italian food at home. And at this point, I'm wondering if Cutter's ever cooked anything at home. Um, because, I mean, I'm sorry, Cutter, but literally drank beer. every time you pick up a food, you're like, I ain't never I've cooked never this done before. This. So, um, so literally two seconds before we find out you're going to make bubble gum uh, caramelli, I'm like, oh, I think I think France is probably going to make different color caramelli with bow ties or something. And then they say that, I'm like, wait, what? Really literally, what Francis, that what, that's what he said before it happened. And then that's exactly what you did. Yeah, we can all cop to it. He called it. So Willie takes his, makes, makes his taste of caramelli with caramellini, with his, with his caramel and apple filling. I know, right? It's brilliant, right? isn't it? If, if he could make the recipe good, it'd be brilliant. Um, we get the hands up. Stop. Who is our first people to go over? So they go over Daniel, who made a red wine infused caramelli with short rib and habanero sauce. Graham hates it. Leslie's stoked. Looks like he's stoked. I don't want to say what I said during the show. <laughs> Joe just tells him, no, never put red wine in a pasta. And Gordon says, congratulations on standing out tonight. You're one foot forward. 
you know, out the door to leave this competition. I mean, I thought it sounded good. Short ribs and habanero, you're talking my language. And then we get a tease from Leslie that he's writing a book called I'm Not a Vengeful Person, But If I Was, a book by Leslie. <laughs> <laughs> we would like that. Um, Jamie makes a fantastic pork, tomato pork sauce with a mozzarella caramelli. Very simple. She took the dish and made it her own, and it shined through because, in the end, she won the competition with that dish. Um, we get only Graham talking about Francis's dish, fatty shredded beef and bland, and I just said that it matched Graham's shirt and bow tie. <laughs> and ja- Jamie is Jamie is the little mousy girl? Yes. yes. Oh, my God. Francis, is Jamie, Jamie like the cutest thing? Huh? Yeah, yeah, Jamie's great. Um, she was cooking right next to me, so it was so fun watching her do the caramel because she has OCD. Like, it's just crazy OCD. So I was watching her, and she was measuring out each piece of pasta with her cutting tool. It was just like watching, like, just doing math over there. Was I just want to, like, I just want to cradle her. She's just so, she's so tiny and, like, just be like she's okay. so quiet. It's okay. Yeah, it's okay. even if nothing bad's happening, I just want to take her and cradle her and just go, it's all right. Yeah. She's all right, we got you. She will bite your head off. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Well, then never mind, Jamie. Good luck. Isn't she, she in New York, York too, Francis? Fight. I forget where she... Where is she? She's Queens. Yes, yeah, she's they in talk New about York. her being from Queens. I don't want to get that wrong because she'll kill me. Yes. I don't want to get that wrong. <laughs> That's what I thought. I'm like, she will yes. rip her blueberry pie out of her tattoo and shove it down your throat. Wow. Wow. I still really <laughs> love her. And then she will tattoo your face on her after she's buried you. <laughs> <in the woods>. <laughs> <laughs> so moving on with the, what the judges going with the dishes, we get Cutter as a short rib stuffed caramel. They're gigantic. Like, they didn't cut no, wings no, no, on yeah. They were gigantic. <laughs> and Gordon gives the best backhanded compliment he can give somebody, saying, he has a face like a British bulldog chewing a wasp, but he can cook. Yeah, what like is that? Like an angel. Like a British bulldog who ate a wasp. Have ever chewing seen, a wasp. Have you ever well, seen a dog yeah. who gets stung by a bee and their lips just, like, puff up no, and look really I've weird? Never. Where have you seen this, Stephen? I was a dog trainer for years, uh, no, and I've never seen It's a very that. British thing, but I think he's more like oh, a, it's a, a British, British bulldog hitting the face with a baseball bat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that's yeah. also but he modified it. Damn, Francis. That's the American version of this. That's some tea. All right. Um, so Joe likes Courtney's dish as a super sexy, simple dish. Um, and then we get to Big Willie, which is this the first time we've had a really critical, critical, critical judging of Big Willie. Oh, uh, no, the soup. Well, the soup, I mean, yo, but I, I'm staying with Big Willie on that egg in the soup. Yeah, I'm but sorry. they ripped him a new one on the soup. They ripped him a new one on this one. He yeah. says, it's just game to me. And Gordon says, it's an abuse. I am so unimpressed. I am dreading tasting it. The dish doesn't look good. It looks like regurgitated dog vomit, which means a dog would have had to throw up, eat the throw up, and then throw that up onto a plate and be served to Gordon Ramsay. That's right. That's terrible. This is a cooking show. <laughs> and then Ramsay spit it out, so he regurgitated it anyway. <laughs> too sweet, too much cinnamon. Oh, yeah. man. Oh, that was that's yeah, that's, harsh a, that's for one of the most frightening things ever. When when Gordon Ramsay's spitting out your food, whether it's in a napkin on the floor, it is one of the most frightening and embarrassing moments ever. But I, I don't feel bad for Willie. Willie, again, I love you. I don't feel bad for him. They told him, "Don't do this," and he does he it did anyway. A dessert. He did a dessert. That's why I'm so confused. He literally took a pasta and made a dessert, which was not taking his own. Like, point on it, it was completely changing everything yeah, like, they just Jamie, told you to do. Jamie added meat to right. her sauce. She won. Francis <laughs> added beaches. He, he was like, maybe I will bake. And we're just like, no, you can't do yeah, it. That was, you know, it's well, too far. I feel like the problem with Willie's dessert, though, was that he went in a 
badly Italian direction. Like that is the problem. No, like what I'm saying is you could make a Cotamellini in a dessert way, mm-hmm. but you would probably want to steer it towards the flavors that of like a tiramisu or something like that. You wouldn't want it to be cinnamon, and apples, and caramel. That's like so Halloweeny. That's not very Italian at all. Yeah, you're with cream or like a mousse. Yeah, like, I would just add tomato sauce and call it a day. I would just listen and to I'd the be judges. Top 10. I know. It, seriously, if, if anyone had made just like, hey, this is an exact copy of that dish. I added basil. Yeah. Here you go. <laughs> exactly. I added a very rich ingredient that you can only find in certain everywhere. places throughout the world. <laughs> Mainly everywhere. Yeah. It's called basil. Have you tried it, Gordon? Yeah. Enjoy it. It's not cinnamon. It's not apple. It's literally ca- yeah. Because then they go. It's simple. It's traditional. It is. Sexy. It speaks to the roots. I love it. Great I, dish. I literally think no. Willie heard. Caramellini and heard Caramellini. Yeah. Like, I want caramel apples. He probably right did because he, he, he did say it just came to me, and he's so he probably didn't realize he heard caramel. It was just like dessert. Yeah, Willie, if you're listening, we want to know if that was your train of thought. Fans, yeah, if you're was. listening, you need to make a little comic that just shows Willie with a little thought bubble that says Caramellini and it has like caramel just and an apple with and mini or something. Love it. Love it. So the bottom three are Daniel, Francis, L, and Big Willie. Daniel and Willie step forward. And at this point, we know Francis is going. Bye, Francis. Yeah, we're like, bye, Felicia. Gordon says they were both bad, but tonight you guys are safe. Francis is out. And you get a round of applause from everyone in the kitchen. That was nice. I mean, I don't think you really made enemies on this season at all. No. Like, really. And mo- more importantly, yeah, and who cares Leslie. about the other contestants, you get a great going away speech from Gordon, who's like, look, you're super, you know, creative and all these things. Once you have the foundation, then you can f- take flight or something like that, which to me would be the biggest compliment you could get from anyone on the show. Yeah, I can't, I can't wait to go back and listen to him. I was very emotional tonight at the end. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's great what they said and. Yeah, and I'm not going to stop. I'm definitely going to go work in the kitchen and 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 um, build up my knowledge and bollocks. Do you have Planstone? Uh, anyway, back to the story. <laughs> do you have Planstone a gastronomy pub anywhere? Or sorry, do you have plans to like open a restaurant anywhere? Make maybe in New York or in Los Angeles? I am in talks with some people right now. I can't tell you much, <laughs> but I am in talks with people right now about um, revamping menu and working and taking over a place. Nice. So, but I will get back to you guys and let you know all about that before the end of the season if it um, comes to fruition before then. Can you Absolutely. just run I have the... big things. I have big things on the horizon. Can you, can you run the decor by us before you officially make it, though? No, because we definitely are the best at decor decisions for restaurants. My new three judges. I mean, I'm totally new three judges. I told you I'm colorblind at the beginning of the season. Those that does not help. Um, So I gotta say that the the montage they gave you on the way out, though, it was amazing to see like every outfit you've worn throughout (laughs) every episode because it's just it's just. It definitely made you stick out because everyone else, aside from Courtney's shoes, nobody else really has a style that. Well, Big can... Willie's bright colors, but I mean, but that Big yeah. Willie shines without even yeah. needing those bright. <laughs> You're colors. gonna notice Big Willie. Everyone knows Big Willie, but that was kind of cool. I mean, you you were actually you were a very recognizable face. You were a very big part of this season of MasterChef, and it it sucks to see you go because the show will not as be not be as good without you, Francis. Agreed. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Yeah, it was it was a it was a great it was a great experience. Wearing all my clothes on TV that was amazing because I I dressed them myself all the time. But for the for the whole country to see that, I loved it. That was incredible. Yeah. <laughs> and then I got away with a lot, like so many Adidas <laughs> stuff and all that. I don't know how I managed to get all that Adidas onto a TV show, but I love it. 
Yes, Adidas. Well, we hope this kind of cheered you up. Um, now go eat something, please. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we Pop love rocks. you over here. Yeah, the wife is asking. The wife is on the couch trying to stay awake, looking for ganache. Aww. <laughs> well, thank you so much for calling in tonight, Francis. Um, I hope you enjoy, you and I hope you keep watching our after show because we're still going to be covering it to the end. And uh, I. I'm glad we we've had this experience. I'm glad you were on the show, and I'm glad we could we could chat with you. Definitely hit us up next time you're in LA. Hopefully, you and Big Willie are here at the same time. We're all gonna go hit up and make some food together and some donuts. Get well, some I will make the food, but you guys can. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, I'll definitely let you know if I'm in LA, and of course I'll be watching the AfterBuzz and everything. And because you guys, it's great watching you. The next thing I normally see on YouTube the next day, and it's it's hilarious watching you sit there. With your radio faces on. <laughs> that was an insult. That's a compliment. No, it wasn't even a compliment. That was just... Yeah, there's a compliment in there. Somewhere. But yeah, yeah. We, we, have, we have to rip apart the, the, the pink beet-dyed beet skin to find the compliment in there. Yeah. yeah. All right, well, thank you so yeah. much for calling in, Francis. Again, fans, if you want to follow Francis on Twitter, it is now at MC5FrancisL. I think you'll be changing it to Scott, at Scottish Francis soon. If you can take that, I think you should. <laughs> but uh, we, will, we will talk yeah. to you soon through Twitter. Thank you again, Francis. Thanks, Francis. Bye, Francis. All right, thank you very much for having me, and thank you for this season and all the support. Thank you very much. Bye. 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 All right, guys, let's go ahead and move into some predictions. Yeah. Spooky music. Oh, sound. There we go. <laughs> and now, your After Buzz TV oh. predictions. I was like, that sounds different than normal. <laughs> that sounds Kyle's worse because like, oh. I'm doing it. <laughs> oh. Just, whatever I think I say out loud. Kyle, we haven't seen you in so long and you've been watched everything. So, oh. judging by the patterns you've seen in the Fibonacci MasterChef, tell me. <laughs> Who do you think is going home next week, and what do you think? I I know, actually, I know. know. You know how you just know sometimes. I know. Um, It's gonna be Jamie. I agree with you. She's uh, because she's gonna be a team captain, which Jamie doesn't have that captain ability, that leadership ability. She's too soft spoken. I think she's a really fantastic chef, but is she the master chef? No. So I think it's time for her to go, and um, that, in my opinion, that top nine. It it can almost be anyone's game with the top nine. Really? Yeah, but I think Jamie has to go before we can get to that. All right, top three. Uh, Willie, um, the stripper. Courtney. Courtney. Come on. And Ariel um, Dancer. And <laughs> that's why you were saying. And, Ariel uh, Dancer. And the girl, <laughs> the other, the other pretty girl who's not a stripper. Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Those are my top three. Tracy. I think slash hope Cutter goes home. Uh, um, and top three, <laughs> Big Willie, Courtney, and Daniel. I hope Daniel's in the top three. Okay. I like that. Yeah. Mr. Zag Wilson. Um, I think Jamie's team will go down next week, but I think she will bring it back in the, uh, pressure. In the, chal- pressure, in the pressure. Should we test. make a little wager? This Should mug we? for that mug. <laughs> I will challenge the water in this cup. <laughs> All right. If um, next, if that, if that's the truth, and Jamie doesn't leave, I will fill up your mug with water. <laughs> so for you, but I, but I do have the same top three as you. As I said before, I think it's Courtney, Elizabeth, and Willie. Got it. Well, so the scenes we see that's flag football. They're cooking for a stadium, and we see Jamie crying. So I think. 
It's a typical episode. Yeah. yeah. I think, I think Cutter's, Jamie, actually, totally Cutter's actually going to shine in this challenge because it's basic. Football, yeah. Basic looks football, like, America. It looks like burgers and like probably a chicken going home, tenders yeah. or something. Going home next week, I think it's probably going to be Jamie. Bottom three, I'm going to say Leslie, Jamie, and uh, let's go with uh, Aaron. I think Aaron's going to be bottom three next week. Aaron? Aaron, yes. I always do it wrong. Good. And I think that the top three will probably be Victoria... I like Victoria. Victoria, Big Willie, and Elizabeth. I think Courtney is not going to be. I, I went between Victoria five. and um, the other one, Courtney. Elizabeth. Um, <laughs> Elizabeth, yeah, so maybe Victoria. I like her a lot. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for tuning into the After Show here at After Buzz TV for MasterChef Season 5, Episode 11. Um, top 11 chefs compete. I've been your host for the evening, Stephen Lemieux. You can find me on Twitter at Stephen Lemieux, S-T-P-H-E-N-L-E-M-I-U-X, as well as doing the Strain and Graceland after show. I will not be here next week, but we will have uh, Chef Brian Duffy from Spike TV's Bar Rescue in studio, as well as a calling guest from the show. Um, so definitely check that out. And uh, where can we find you guys? Uh, you guys find me on Twitter and Instagram at ThatZachWilson, T-H-A-T-Z-A-C-H-W-I-L-S-O-N. And also here at AfterBuzz on Dominion, The Leftovers, and The Strain with Mr. Lemieux over here. And you can find me on Twitter at T-R-A-C-I-A-B-T-V or on Instagram at T-R-A-C-I-P-R-O. Don't find me on Twitter. I have too many followers. I can't oh, handle so anymore. Uh, find me on Instagram at Kyle Kittleson. Thanks. All right, guys. Thank you so much. And I got to say, guys, please go to iTunes, rate and comment, subscribe. We'll give you a shout on the show. Please Ooh-hoo. leave a comment when you rate and subscribe on iTunes. And uh, we will see you next week for the MasterChef After Show for Season 5, Episode 12, Top 10 Compete. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After Shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Freedom! Freedom! The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.